0: Hebrews 1. God spoke to our ancestors through prophets in various ways in the past, but now he speaks to us through his Son. The Son is the heir of all things and was involved in creating the world. He is the image of God and sustains everything with his power. He purified our sins and now sits at the right hand of God. He is superior to the angels and has been called God's Son. The angels are spirits and servants, but the Son is the eternal ruler of the kingdom. He laid the foundation of the earth and will remain unchanged while the heavens will perish. He will defeat his enemies and reign forever. The angels are sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. Hebrews 2. We need to pay attention to what we've heard so we don't drift away. The word spoken through angels was steadfast and disobedience received punishment. We can't neglect such a great salvation that was confirmed by those who heard it and witnessed miracles. Jesus was made lower than angels and suffered death, but was crowned with glory and honor. He did this to bring many sons to glory and make the leader of their salvation perfect through suffering. He took part in blood and flesh to annul the devil's power and deliver those who were afraid of death. He came to help the offspring of Abraham and became a merciful and faithful high priest to make atonement for the sins of the people. He suffered when tempted and can help those who are being tempted. Hebrews 3. Dear holy brethren, who have been called to heaven, let us consider Christ Jesus, our Apostle and High Priest, who was faithful to God just as Moses was. However, Christ deserves more glory than Moses because the builder of a house is greater than the house itself. Moses was faithful as a servant, but Christ is faithful as a son over his own house, which is ours if we hold on to our faith until the end. Therefore, Do not harden your hearts against God's voice like the Israelites did in the wilderness, but encourage one another daily to avoid falling into sin. Remember that those who did not believe were unable to enter God's rest, and we must hold on to our faith to be partakers of Christ. Hebrews 4 We should be afraid of not entering God's rest, as it was promised to us just as it was to those before us. However, simply hearing the promise is not enough. We must also have faith. Those who believed have entered into the rest, as God rested on the seventh day. Some did not enter because they did not listen to the word. There is still a Sabbath rest for God's people, and we should strive to enter it. The word of God is powerful and can reveal our thoughts and intentions. We have a high priest in Jesus who understands our weaknesses and we can approach him with confidence to receive mercy and grace. Hebrews 5 Every high priest is chosen from among the people to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. They must be patient with those who are ignorant and make mistakes, as they too are imperfect. No one can become a high priest on their own, but must be called by God, like Aaron and Christ. Christ learned obedience through suffering and became the author of eternal salvation. Our message about him is great, but difficult to explain. Some listeners need to be taught the basics again like babies who need milk. But those who are mature can handle solid food and discern good from evil. Hebrews 6. Let's move beyond the basics of Christ and strive for maturity. We don't need to keep relearning repentance, faith, baptism, laying on of hands, resurrection, and judgment. If we fall away after experiencing God's gifts, it's impossible to be restored. We should strive to produce good fruit, not thorns and briars, and continue to work diligently in hope. God made a promise to Abraham and confirmed it with an oath, showing the immutability of his counsel. We can take refuge in this hope, which is like an anchor for our souls, and Jesus is our high priest forever. Hebrews 7. Melchizedek, the king of Salem and priest of God Most High, met Abraham after he defeated the kings and blessed him. Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. Melchizedek's name means King of Justice and King of Peace. He is described as having no father, mother, or genealogy, and is like the Son of God, remaining a priest forever. Abraham, the patriarch, gave him tithes, even though the Levites are commanded to take tithes from their brothers. Melchizedek is considered greater than Abraham. While mortal priests receive tithes, Melchizedek, who lives, receives them. The Levitical priesthood was not perfect, so a priest in the order of Melchizedek, not Aaron, was needed. This change in priesthood also brought a change in the law. Our Lord, Jesus, comes from the tribe of Judah, not the Levites. He is a priest in the order of Melchizedek, not bound by the law, but with the power of an endless life. The old commandment is annulled because it was weak and unprofitable. Jesus, as the surety of a better covenant, is the eternal high priest. Unlike mortal priests, he doesn't need to offer sacrifices for his own sins, but offered himself once for all. The law appoints weak men as high priests, but the word of the oath appoints the Son, consecrated forever. Hebrews 8. The main point is this. We have a high priest who is seated at the right hand of God in heaven. He serves in the true tabernacle, which was established by the Lord. Unlike earthly priests, He doesn't offer gifts and sacrifices because there are others who do that according to the law. The earthly tabernacle is just a copy of the heavenly one. But our high priest has a more excellent ministry because he is the mediator of a better covenant with better promises. The old covenant had faults, so a new covenant was promised. In this new covenant, God will put his laws in the minds and hearts of his people. They will all know him, and their sins will be forgiven. The Old Covenant is now considered old and ready to vanish away. Hebrews 9 The first had divine precepts and a sacred tent with holy objects. The priests served in the first tabernacle, while the chief priest entered the Holy of Holies once a year. The Holy Spirit indicated that the way into the holy place was not yet revealed. Christ, as a high priest, entered the Holy of Holies and obtained eternal redemption through His own blood. The blood of Christ cleanses the conscience and he is the mediator of a new covenant. The first covenant required blood for dedication. According to the law, forgiveness is only possible through the shedding of blood. Christ entered heaven itself to put away sin by sacrificing himself. He will appear a second time for salvation. Hebrews 10 The law foreshadows future blessings but can't perfect people with sacrifices. If effective, they'd be unnecessary merely reminding of sins. Animal blood doesn't erase sins. Christ replaced futile sacrifices with His own, a single offering for all time, then sat beside God. We're sanctified by His sacrifice, confirmed by the Holy Spirit, and God's new covenant promises to internalize His laws and forget our sins, eliminating the need for further offerings. With Jesus' sacrifice, we can approach God with assurance and must maintain hope, encourage each other, and meet regularly. Deliberate sinning after knowing the truth leaves no sacrificial recourse but impending judgment. Rejecting Jesus leads to a harsher outcome, as God will judge. Remember your steadfastness in prior adversities and keep your confidence, which has great reward. Endurance leads to receiving God's promise. The just will live by faith, not by shrinking back. We are among the faithful, assured of salvation. Hebrews 11. Faith is the conviction of what we hoped for and evidence of the unseen. It brought the ancients divine favor. By faith, we believe God created the world from nothing. Abel's faith allowed him to offer a superior sacrifice, and it still speaks after his death. Enoch was taken by God to avoid death because he pleased God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, for seekers must trust in his existence and rewards. Through faith, Noah built an ark for an impending flood, and Abraham journeyed to an unknown land, living there as a foreigner. Sarah received strength to conceive past age, through faith. Although they didn't receive the promises, they saw them from a distance and sought a heavenly homeland. Abraham was willing to sacrifice Isaac, believing God could resurrect him. Isaac blessed his sons by faith, as did Jacob and Joseph in their final moments. Moses' parents hid him for his safety, and Moses chose to suffer with his people rather than enjoy royal comforts. By faith, he established Passover and crossed the Red Sea, while Jericho's walls collapsed and Rahab was spared for helping the spies. Countless others through faith conquered, did right, fulfilled promises, or endured oppression, torture, or death, yet stayed true to God. They lived in harsh conditions— Dying without the promise but knowing something better awaited us all. Hebrews 12 Let us shed our burdens and sins and persevere through tribulations, focusing on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, who suffered on the cross and now reigns with God. Compare our trials to His, remembering we have yet to give our all in resisting sin. Remember the value of the Lord's discipline, as it shows His love and affirms our place as His children. Earthly Father's Discipline for our Brief Benefit but God's discipline aims for our whole well-being and righteousness. Embrace this training, and work towards peace and holiness. Avoid falling short of God's grace or becoming embittered like Esau, who lost his inheritance for a fleeting pleasure. Unlike the terrifying encounter at the earthly Mount Sinai, we approach Mount Zion, the spiritual and eternal realm, surrounded by angels, the righteous and Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. Head the warning from heaven for everything temporary will be shaken away, leaving only the eternal. With gratitude for our eternal kingdom, let's worship God with deep respect, for He is a consuming fire. Hebrews 13. Keep love for others strong. Be hospitable. You might host angels unknowingly. Empathize with prisoners and the mistreated. Respect marriage and be faithful. Avoid greed and be content. God is always with you. Proclaim, the Lord is my helper. I want fair people. Follow good leaders and Jesus's unchanging faith. Ignore odd teachings, lean on grace, and know we are sustained by a different altar than the old rituals. Join Jesus, bearing any shame, for our true home is heavenly. Praise God continuously, do good, share, these please him. Respect and pray for your leaders, they are accountable for you. Wish for a clear conscience and a life of honor for us. Pray for our quick reunion. May God give you all you need to do His will and be joyful in Him. Praise to God always. Embrace this encouragement, I've kept it brief. Timothy is free, we'll visit if possible. Send regards to all believers and leaders. May grace be with you all. Amen. Thank you for listening to 60 Second Bible. Please consider leaving a five-star review to help spread the good news.